0: Let's turn the word of God, please, to the first book of Samuel, Samuel chapter 3. First Samuel chapter 3, I suppose there's a thought tonight, um, you're never too young or too old to serve the Lord. First Samuel chapter 3, the Lord calling Samuel, there's two uh, parts of verses that we want to just fo- focus tonight on, it's so verse um, 7, I'm going to read verses 1 through 9. 1 Samuel chapter 3. The Lord called Samuel here. The child Samuel ministered unto the Lord before Eli, and the word of the Lord was precious in those days. There was no open vision. And it came to pass at that time when Eli was laid down in his place. His eyes began to wax dim that he could not see. Near the lamp of God went out in the temple of the Lord, where the ark of God was, and Samuel was laid down to sleep. The Lord called Samuel. And he answered, Here am I. And he ran unto Eli and said, Here am I, for thou callest me. And he said, I called not, lie down again. And he went and lay down. And the Lord called yet again Samuel. And Samuel arose and went to Eli and said, Here am I, for they didst call me. And he answered, I called not, my son, lie down again. But Samuel did not yet know the Lord. Neither was the word of the Lord yet revealed unto him. The Lord called Samuel again the third time. He arose and went to Eli and said, Here am I, for they didst call me. Eli perceived that the Lord had called the child. Therefore Eli said unto Samuel, Go lie down, and it shall be, if he call thee. And I shall say, Speak, Lord, for thy servant heareth. So Samuel went and lay down in his place. This verse 10, The Lord came and stood and called as at other times. The fourth time, Samuel, Samuel. And Samuel answered, Speak, for thy servant heareth just move on down slightly verse 19 notice in verse 7 Samuel did not yet know the Lord yet verse 19 Samuel grew and the Lord was with him so something's happened to Samuel he's met the Lord I believe there as he lay in his bed many children profess faith as they lie on their bed at night when everything's quiet and that's where they call upon the Lord just in the quietness of their own heart and everything starts happening sin goes Christ comes in and they become new children in Christ Jesus. Something to think about later on. And we're going to have our brother um, Wilford now to bring the necessary announcement. Thank you. Wilford.
1: Well, a very warm welcome again to our service this evening. We're delighted to have you all. <coughs> and we know the Lord will bless again as uh, the Lord's servant will bring the ministry to us. Now, we're very glad to welcome again Colin and... Joanna Dinsley here this morning and we enjoyed the ministry very much and they're also going to show a wee presentation of their ministry of Hope for Youth Ministries. If you were here this morning you heard a lot of our young people taking part and indeed this evening we have another one of our young people who's going to give a word of testimony and of course that is Sir Jane Irvin. And we're going to ask you to come (coughs) now and bring a word of testimony. Thank you very much, Sarah-Jane.
2: Hello. For those of you that don't know me, I'm (laughs) Sarah-Jane. I have come here tonight to share with you how I got saved and the change God brought in my life. I stand here before you to tell you not of the hard times in my life or the stress I've been through, but I come to glorify my Saviour and only my Saviour the one that stuck by me closer than a brother and when darkness had me surrounded he showed me the light I was born into a Christian home and I thank God every day for my parents because they were the ones that told me that I was a sinner and needed God's salvation I don't remember the day or time I got saved but I do remember I was very young my dad was talking to us about Samuel and Eli (laughs) and how God was calling Samuel and he didn't know it Uh, The verse was uh, the one that Colin just read out, so that saves me not having to read it out. Um, But like um, uh, God was calling Samuel, I felt God was calling me to him. So I got down by my bedside and asked God into my heart. I can tell you tonight that was the best decision I've ever made. Throughout primary school, I walked closely with the Lord. I also talked to God through prayer and he mightily blessed me. At the age of eleven, it was time to move from primary to secondary school. I went to see several secondary schools, and I asked for God's guidance. The first school I want, went wanted to go and see was Seanfield High School. My cousin went there, and I thought that it was the place for me. I also went to see Blackwater and patrick mm-hmm. and I really felt God calling me there. But I wanted to do my own thing. I thought that if God just saw how good I could be in Seaford. He wouldn't. It wouldn't. Everything would be all right. I started Sanefield in September 2011 and shortly after I started getting badly bullied. Over the course of two years and a few months at Sanefield, the bullying got so bad I ended up in hospital with IBS and stress. This was a shock to me because I was so young to be so ill at the time. At this <coughs> point in my life I felt like I didn't have a purpose and these thoughts were punted in my head by Satan and I'm sad to say that I listened to him. I just wanted to go home, to go and be with the Lord in heaven where there would be no more crying. I just felt like life wasn't worth it and I didn't have a purpose. I felt that I was on my own. Even though I was surrounded by people, I felt alone and I felt disconnected from God. Um, But I cried to God in the darkest of my hours and He gave me a verse that brought back the want to keep living. It was Jeremiah chapter 29 verse 11. For I know the thoughts I think towards you, saith the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you an expected end. God had a purpose for me and he wanted me to learn that and He, it was a hard way of learning, but God really mightily blessed me with that verse and it really changed my life. He Give me my happiness back and give me the love of life back. I beg God not to let me go back to Seinfeld and as always God answers prayer. My mom and dad and myself decided together to go see Dr. Griffiths, the headmistress of Blackwater, who was a Christian. We didn't find that out until after I moved to Blackwater but God always knew he was looking out for me. God has me at Blackwater I believe for a reason. He connected me with my old best friend, and I pray for her every night. God also, I believe, had me at Seinfeld at the start to show me a lesson that you, God always has a plan and that no matter what, He's doing everything to, for you to help you and never to hinder you. God came back into my heart that day and I felt so happy because now I am the happiest that I could ever be in Blackwater and I have amazing teachers and amazing friends and I just it's my prayer tonight that all of any of you that don't don't know the Lord as your saviour that you'd come to him because he does stick closer than a brother he does love you more than anything so I beg you to come to him tonight while he's calling you.
0: Thank you, Sarah Jane, for that. Your honesty. It's very, it's wonderful how the Lord can deal and help with a young person's life. And so many young people are Christians like that. We meet them almost every day in primary school and high school, and there's no one to go to, no one to talk to, and they need the Lord. And bullying is a big thing. You might think of the old days. When I went to school I had six brothers. If somebody messed with other, the other six sat on them. And that was, They turned into pancakes overnight. But nowadays it's very strife and Bible bullying. Most people have got mobile phones and they can't get away from the bullying at school. It follows them home all night. Their phone beeps and the people are very cruel. So people more than ever need the Lord, need Christ. He's the answer for, always been the answer, always will be the answer. And more than ever children need the Lord. So that's great and may the Lord bless you for doing that. Tonight we are want to thank our brother for his kind words of welcome. It's lovely to be here in Carrie Duff again. In Europe here it seems like last week, even though it's probably been a few couple of years. So we've been here, we've been very busy. Two weeks ago we celebrated doing the work after we left at Whitfield College 15 years. It seems like five months or 15 weeks. But it's 15 years since we started off and we didn't really know what we were planning to do but we knew the Lord was calling us into his work. And we just went by faith and we stepped out by faith and we live totally by faith. We don't get supported in any way and we just have our own ministry called hope for youth ministries and because the lord has saved us both joanna and me brought us together and we just want to reach children for christ and because they can be saved and they will be saved and how shall they hear without a preacher and we go around the schools in northern ireland we've been in over 300 public schools and whenever i was at primary school i never even made it to p7 principal said to my mum, you him needs to repeat p6 and I didn't even know what the re- repeat meant. I just went, I thought that meant seconds. That's what I was interested in. Seconds, thirds for dinners. And we've done that. But it's amazing looking back now how hey, we're in so many schools, one of us schools, grammar schools, and especially primary schools. Not just in assemblies or scripture union, but we do missions in schools. That's what all we do. Tomorrow morning, for example, we'll leave the house at 6 a.m. and go up to Mackerfelt and we've got big signs, eight before, and put them all around Mackerfelt. Then we start our first school at 9.15 and we do four schools during the day. Then in Maclefield Mark- Primary School we go at night time and drive around the town for about 45 minutes with a big loudspeaker. People think it's Ice Cream Man calling all boys and girls to come under the sign of the gospel. Then we could have 20 or 200 children, we just don't know. All the volunteers up there will come out and help us, support us. And last week we just finished in Belfast, then this week we're in Maclefield. And the week after that, we're reported down, doing four, five, six, sometimes seven Bible clubs missions a week. So we pray the Lord gives us strength because we go in the strength of the Lord to do this ministry and this work. It's a very busy, but very fruitful, very rewarding. Children are wonderful. The Lord hasn't blessed us with children, but he's blessed us with a ministry to reach many children with the gospel. And Samuel here talks about, um, Samuel did not yet know the Lord, the word of God tells us the very start, the Word of God was precious in those days, and the Word of God is precious to us as a couple, as a person, and I've been brought up with the gospel, and children don't don't know the Lord. Um, So we want to keep reaching as many children as possible, and something else here for about two minutes, what we're trying to do eventually is, um, we're conscious the internet is almost in every home now, so we're recording... um, 365, 66 Bible stories for children, so they can watch them eat each night time. I have a twin brother, he doesn't know the Lord, he's got three small children, and they always ask him to read him something at night, and he, he's, he's, he, well, he's lazy, and he, can't, he doesn't like to read, and because um, he never did read, so he probably can't really read, but he can read when he wants to, he can read a checkbook. Um, <coughs> but as we, he puts things on YouTube, and I thought to myself, why not make up stories, because the Lord, We tell stories every day, countless stories, the word of God for the children. And that's why we call it Bible Fun Week. Fundamentally, it's about the Bible. It's good fun and lasts for a week. So we're we're recording. We've done over 100 of these. We're eventually going to put them all together and send them around every, every school in the country. Every school has an assembly. And most schools today still have Christian assemblies. But quite often when you go to phone up a school, the school will say to me, Are you actually willing to come into this school? And the second will say, my job is to phone ministers and other people. And I dread doing it because you can just tell quite often they don't want to come in because they're just children. So while the door is wide open, and the door is still wide open in this country for the gospel, well, we can just be in one school at a time. If we can divide ourselves, we would, but we would be in odd shape. So you can't divide yourself. So never, ever hear people say there's no <coughs> opportunities. There are thousands of opportunities in this land, in this country. If you don't believe me, come with me any one day and we'll show you the opportunities there are. So we want to uh, advance in the work of God as much as we can. And this is just an example, um, Joanna, I'll show you here, of three stories, only like a minute long each. It's not the edited version, by the way. So bringing the scripture to life. So, in this story, the shepherd had 100 sheep, and only 99 of them came in, and they were safe, they were secure in the fold. But the shepherd really cared for this one lost sheep. And there was a sheep that was caught behind a briar, and the sheep had no way of getting out itself, and was going to be completely lost. And the shepherd comes in, and he takes away the briar, and he <coughs> rescued the little, man, the little sheep. And the Bible says, yes, he actually lifted it right up, and he lifted it. Over. Let's go over. He left it over his shoulder and he carried it. And the Bible says, he called all the shepherds come over and rejoice with me because this sheep, it was lost and now it's found and the Lord Jesus was illustrating the point in heaven, every time a child is rescued, a child is saved, a person is saved, in heaven in the presence of all the angels, they rejoice over one sinner that repents and he took the lamb to all the other sheep, I know they all together. <laughs> <laughs> So, this man, he was demon possessed, and demons are real, but the Bible says, Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Christ is much greater than the devil or demons. And all these pigs, the demons came into them, and they just ran over the cliff and they were destroyed. And that's, that's what a pig looks like, or even, or even smells like. But it taste nice when they're on the three eggs and got a baby, good stuff. <laughs> he around the thing, and very quickly, he, he pulls it out, and he catches the fish. The fish is, so the fish was pulled out of the water, and the very fish that he caught, and had a coin in the fish's mouth, and that was enough to pay the taxes for the day. The Lord provided the fish, Out of all those fish, the very nature, cried right, speaks to the fish to swallow up the coin. And the coin that he brings out of the water had a coin in his mouth. The face that had brought out of the water had a coin in his mouth. Nothing is impossible with God. Even with the very face he was able to use to prove that he was God. It's wonderful. I know it's a bit different, but sure. It's the word of God and it's very precious so we're going to make uh, all well a full 365 of these and get them into the schools onto youtube so children can watch them at night time and it's a way of making the bible live the word of god is precious to me so the word of god is precious samuel did not yet know the lord people do not yet know the lord people here tonight maybe do not yet know the lord but later on in the chapter says samuel grew and the lord was with them so challenge for children as they're growing up challenge for young people, even here tonight, older people, as you're growing up, growing on and growing old, is the Lord with you? And he can be with you tonight as he is with me. Whosoever is my favourite, verse Romans 10, 13, shall call upon the name of the Lord, shall be saved, will be saved. And that's the challenge. Samuel grew up, his life was hardly dented at all. He can trace his life hardly a mark. He just lived for God, stood for God and the Lord greatly used him. So if you're saved tonight, say, Lord, here am I, use me. Don't say, Lord, here am I, send him. Ask the Lord to use you. And it's amazing. I don't know one time. And it's amazing what the Lord, if you're willing to be used, if you're willing to do something for God, how the Lord can use you. And it's wonderful. So either like Samuel tonight, either as you go on in life, you don't know the Lord, as, as you're growing up, the Lord is with you. What is it? Either you don't know him, or the Lord's with you. You can't sit in the middle and say, maybe possibly there's no such thing either you do or you don't either you're saved or you're lost either you're bound, ready for heaven or you're bound for hell the scriptures are black and white and i would encourage you tonight to search the scriptures and you'll find christ seek ye the lord while he may be found. call upon him while he is near and quite often whenever we preach to the children we have we often the four things in a bible club we sing we do a memory verse, teach the scriptures, and then we do the story, the Word of God, and we finish it with a quiz. Quite often, then we give all the children a track. Every child every day, we give about 2,500 to 3,000 tracks every day. Every child in a school, there was 200 children, they get a worksheet about the story, whether it's Adam and Eve, Noah's Ark, the coloured in with the verse on it, on the back of it, a wee puzzle. In the bottom part, what you saw in the video, Dear Colin, if you have any questions about God, the Bible, anything like that, write it down. And the children, quite often it takes about 10 minutes to go through the questions. By Wednesday, Thursday and Friday, we quite often don't do a quiz. Because the children are just hands up asking questions. Not nonsense. Questions about God or the Bible or how to get saved. How to become a Christian. And there could be a dozen or 15 teachers up the aisle. We have a meeting sometimes when a child will come up in the middle of it and say, Excuse me, I think I need to go to the toilet. Would you please show me how to become a Christian? She'd wink and nod at one of the volunteers and take the child to the side, and the child would call upon the name of the Lord. Oblivious to all the other children. And I often pray, Lord, if you have to, close the ears of the teachers and give me the ear of the children. It's their school, it's their opportunity. And eternity alone will reveal the extent of this work. But if I can do it, I often say, anyone who's willing to do this work, reach the children. Why? Because the children are precious, really precious. And they're precious in the sight of the Lord. And God, the Lord Jesus said to adults, you've got to become like little children. And sometimes you often wonder what that meant. But it's amazing, because little children growing up in school, they don't have the pressures and the stress of adulthood. In many ways, they're without sin, of course. They're very pure and very innocent. And children naturally want to worship something or someone. And they will worship anything if they're taught to worship it. So why not take the word of God to the children? And teach the word of God. And they want to find Christ. They want to find the way to God. But sometimes you you go into school. And it could be four years later when you're back. And all those older ones have all gone. Into the high school. And that's a difficult stage for young people. That's why at primary school. They need to find Christ. So they can be like this young girl here. And be with the Lord. The Lord can be with them. Isaiah 3. And pray Lord make me like a magnet. To draw others to Christ. The best sermon ever preached is a living sermon, a person living their life for Christ. Imagine somebody coming to you if you're a Christian and said, excuse me, there's something about you. The best lovely wee letter I got one time was from a child in a school in Belfast. He said, you have inspired me to become a Christian. Imagine someone said, because of your life, I want what you have. What is it? It's Christ. Isn't that but lovely? And sometimes that the Lord can use people just to be like that. So either just thinking about Samuel, as we're going to pray now in a wee second. Samuel did not yet know the Lord. Then as Samuel grew, the Lord was with him. That's something to think about. As you're growing up, there must become a time in your life, the young girl can't remember the date or the hour of the day. That's not important. Some people do remember. Mine was the 25th of June, 1989, at the age of 17, on a Sunday evening. Men don't forget things. Girls are naturally forgetful. I think it's the other way round. But that's something I've never forgotten. Young children sometimes forget. But it's not important about remembering. You'll know when Christ has done a work in your heart. Why? Because old things pass away. All things become new. That's the difference.